is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The elections have come and gone. Supplementary elections are over as well. Through the elections and resort declaration, we saw and spoke about several shockers that happened during the election. One of the shockers was the overthrow of old politicians by young politicians. We saw the likes of a young teacher who unseated the Speaker of Yobe Assembly. What's his story? How did he defeat the incumbent senator? Well, let's listen to him. Honorable Musa Long, elected member, House of Yobe State House of Assembly, representing Guru Tu, oh. under the platform of People's Democratic Party, which is PDP. Yes, I'm 34 years old. I'm still fine, and uh, I was always thanked with uh, Almighty Allah, Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, that gave us this opportunity. I'm not uh, single, a single cabo. Hmm. Because I don't have any good, I don't have any good father in politics, and I don't have any things on ground at the time that I have come this uh, politics. The only things what I am doing, I'm a volunteer teacher, and Allah give me power and leadership to hmm. whom He will, without uh, consulting anyone. Is it that you campaign and the people like you for who you are? That is why they voted for you. Yes, they know who am I. Hmm. Because I'm a volunteer teacher and I and I have contributed to the society. Okay. Guys, thank o- you. Okay, so now that you won this other big man, how did you feel? Did you feel like the people really like you and you deserve to win? Not only me, I uh, I feel and all my cons- uh, all my followers constituency they all feel okay. happy. Hmm. They will be happy. So as a young politician, what will you do differently? Is this your first time in politics? Yes, um this is my, this is my first time. So what will you do different from what the other person that was there before did to make your people still trust you the way they trust you now? Uh, inshallah, I will make a good representation to the good people of uh, Nguru too. I will try all my best to see that I shall, and I give, and I give good representation. That was Musa Majakura, lawmaker-elect, Yobe State House of Assembly. Over time... We have seen groups advocate for young people and active participation in politics. Has the activism given the expected results? Well, let's hear from a civil society group. My name is Awal Musa Rapsanjani. I'm the executive director of Civil Society Legislative Advocacy Center, SISLAG. Also the chairman transition monitoring group, TMG, uh, in Nigeria. Over the years, civil society has been advocating for uh women and young people inclusion in the electoral process and governance as well as um, uh, representation generally. And um, despite the fact that um, civil society have been advocating and uh, they have been talking with the political parties, because first and foremost, for you to be you know, included in the electoral process, the political party must make that conscious effort to ensure that women and young people who are of age to vote and voted are deliberately given the space uh, to contest uh, elections. Now, if these political parties are not hearing or they are not, you know, willing to the demand or the request of the inclusion uh, for women and, you know, young people into elective and appointed positions, then obviously there's a huge gap, there's a big problem. So it is in this context that we are concerned that major political parties in Nigeria have not, you know, um, accepted even the commitment they have, you know, made mm-hmm. to ensure that. Uh, there will be uh, inclusion of women and you know young people into the electoral process.
So to make it difficult, they had to increase the expression of interest member uh, to an amount that is not affordable to many women and young people. Okay. That is a calculated marginalization and ambush to ensure that people who have not fallen enough or who do not have both father, they cannot afford to have through their legitimate income to participate in the process. All right. So that is that is one major um obstacles we have. The second obstacle has to do with the orchestrated, you know, maintaining of violence uh into the process. Many women and young people, you know, would not want to go and sacrifice their lives. Many politicians, especially the older politicians and the younger politicians in some instances, they have deployed the use of violence. Okay. And to the extent that even some of the politicians they will command or they can even participate in killing some people and yet they have not been punished by the law. So impunity is allowing more and more of that kind of thing. And that will scare many young people and women to participate. All right. So, sir, despite these holdbacks that you've mentioned, we still had the likes of uh, Musa Majakura, and we even have in Sokoto, we had a few young people who were able to defeat incumbents and were given the opportunity. Like Musa was given the opportunity in a big party like PDP, where he contested and won for the State House of Assembly. Now, we have young people who also were given opportunities on big parties or a platform, and they were able to win. And overthrow the old politicians. So would you say that these shortcomings you've mentioned and the advocacy that have been made based on these shortcomings worked a bit in this election? Yeah, it is a work in progress. That's the truth. Okay. Because when you look at the percentage across the party, across the state, it is still, you know, a work in progress. So um, we are happy that some of these young people have emerged and we hope that they will live within the tenets of democratic and transparent, you know, um, leadership and representation. That will give more boost and more encouragement for the younger people to be, you know, um, recognized and be given the necessary space and opportunities to contest. So we need to have clear, really clear examples outcome from the one that we have now. That was our Musa Rafsanjani, executive director of CISLAC, and the chairman. Transitory Monitoring Group, TMG, in Nigeria. Well, you are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust. We'll be going on break. Do stay. www.dailytrust.com That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are looking at how the youth 
upseated old politicians in the 2023 elections. Now, before we went on break, we spoke with Musa Majakura, the 34-year-old teacher in Yobe, who overthrew the incumbent Speaker of the Yobe State House of Assembly, Ahmed Mirwalawan, in the 2023 State House of Assembly elections with 182 votes. What does this mean? With the young taking over, are we seeing a near end to Godfatherism and the old politicians? A public affairs analyst tells us. My name is Kabiru Saif Sufi. I'm a teacher and a public affairs analyst based in Canada. Well, I think as, as democracy progresses and matures, we are definitely going to see uh, some changes. Uh, and uh, so this is actually one of the changes that we are seeing as predicted. And then secondly, there is the issue of fatigue. Some politicians have been in power for too long, and so much so that the people are uh, so, uh, kind of tired of, of the, the, the kind of representation, especially in terms of representative democracy, of the kind of representation they are given. Uh, so people want to try new hands. Uh, so this uh, last election gave the opportunity. And actually, I think uh, uh, we still have to give credit to the system itself. Mm. Uh, the use of the uh, Beaver's machine has uh, greatly reduced uh, um, the, the idea of manipulations. And then this last election also it came with uh, other factors. Uh, for example, the, the, the cash shortages, those two has, has contributed. Uh, so money politics uh, wasn't really as extreme as uh, it used to be in the past. So all this have uh, really allowed people to exercise their votes and their votes to count. So uh, the fatigue issue is there. Uh, the desire for change is there. The, the issue of, uh, of the system itself, uh, uh, I mean, trying to improve itself, uh, especially, like I said, with the divas, the cash shortages. And of course, in some places, the, the, the presence of uh, anti-corruption uh, agencies uh, at some uh, polling stations and units, especially major polling stations, all these have uh, contributed to uh, major upsets. So uh, uh, people that uh, in the past will beat their chest and say that they are confident of winning, uh, lost that confidence. And in some places, they even lost their seats to uh, uh, younger people who are not, uh, I mean, politically as strong as they are, who are not financially as strong as they are. Uh, this is the situation. We have seen it in uh, uh, Yobe State, uh, where a young man defeated, uh, I mean, an incumbent speaker. We have seen a young lady imagine in Kwara State and uh, it's, it's all over the country. There were major upsets. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, reasons that you can uh, give credit to. Alright, just like you said, now most of these young people who made this defeat had no backing or not even as much money as the actual, the um, older people. Would you say this is tilting us towards a near end of Godfatherism in Nigerian politics? Yes, I think it is, it is a sign that a lot of things uh, may not necessarily work in the future. Uh, Godfatherism, uh, money back politics and uh, many more. Uh, if the system continues to strengthen itself, then we are saying bye-bye to Godfatherism, to money back politics and what have you. Uh, there is every possibility that the things might improve. Uh, from 99 to data, we have seen lots of improvements in the electionary processes and, if, of course, in, in all form of politicking. So this is actually one good sign that uh, if the system improves, uh, maintains itself and even improves, then definitely we are hoping to see 
or to say bye-bye to godfatherism and money back politics. Okay. What does this say about our growing democracy? You know that we've seen a lot of people clamor for not too young to run, giving young people the opportunity. Do you think um, this has put a positive mindset in our younger generation, giving them um, a, a mindset of it can happen if it happens to Yes, yes. I, I think it's, it's a good thing uh, it's, uh, for people uh, from within that age to, to, to make a breakthrough. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a very good scene. It's a very good sign that uh, people will will say it is possible. It will not just be uh, an advocacy thing. Now it is becoming a reality. Uh, so it is a very positive thing. Although people are complaining that the high turnover for people in political offices is not good for the system, but then uh, we have to look at it from another angle, and that is uh, involving younger generation and, and putting our faith in them and even training them. Uh, you, this is how it starts for every for whoever had experience, but have started this way. So we believe that uh, in the near future they will also be the experienced hands, and they will be. Uh, the experience hands at a younger age, uh, so, and that is what uh, the advocacy has been about. So, so it's a good thing, it's a positive thing, and um, if they do well, then we may possibly reduce the high turnover of uh, people going in and out of political office. All right, now let's project moving forward. What are your expectations? Now that we've seen that, number one, young people were, um, like you said, people voted for people. That's why yeah. we can see these few young people have the, had it in them to upset the older generation or people who have been rooted in for some political positions. And then we've also seen young people. This is a sign that young people are ready to participate. So come 2027, and we know this election is just finishing and it's probably too soon to project. But let's yeah. look forward and see now, you know, what would we expect next election? I think we, we will expect more younger people to be emboldened mm -hmm. and to take the bull by the horn and to try their luck. And I think this is my own focus, that uh, the few uh, offsets we have seen, and like some of them we have mentioned, uh, really a morale booster for the younger generation. And I believe that uh, uh, come 2027, you will see some more daring contests, uh, especially from the younger generation. This is my hope and this is our prediction. That was Kabiru Sufi, a public affairs analyst. We look forward to more. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production, and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, bossprout.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.